Hello, I'm Todd Van Allen, and welcome to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. You know what street jokes are. Uh, two AI scientists walk into a Instabank. Street jokes are great. They're fantastic. And every episode, we invite our guests to come on and tell us their favorite street joke. This episode, our guest is musician Bert Hustle. His album High Desert came out on June 16th, and we were so happy to have him here to talk about it, the musical process, and everything, and of course, his joke. You can follow him on Instagram, at Bert Hustle, and his website is BertHustle.com. That's B-U-R-T-H-U-S-S-E-L-L.com. So without further ado, here's me, producer Darcy, and Bert Hustle. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Damn, dude. I don't know what the fuck. I have all this technology. <laughs> I think maybe you guys could have seen it. And the test told yeah. me that everything was going to work. Everything was going to be fucking cool. And then none of it worked, which just aids to my, like, you know, anxiety. Is now <laughs> I, I, I hate to break it to you, Mark, but there's no video. Oh, well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then never mind. Then just <laughs> but just picture like just this fucking rugged handsome. Oh no, man. we we saw you. We saw you going through every single step of the thing. Where it's like you click something. Hello, hello, nothing. And then could you hear us? Could you hear us narrating the entire I time? I couldn't hear you guys either. Okay, all right. And I did everything Zoom. Did I assure you? I know how to. Read no, no, I no. It, trust me, you don't have a, a drum machine like that sitting beside your keyboard and not know how to do stuff. I mean, shit, I do. Now I'm going to be up all night being like, why the fuck didn't it work? (laughs) Oh, dude, you and I are cut from the same cloth. Like, like I will, I will sit here and do something. And I was like, okay, this should work right now. And then when it doesn't, and then someone will come up and go, you know, if you just did this and this, you can, you can get by. And I'm like, no, this should work. This should work this way. And it didn't. And I even and I even have like the podcast mic and shit. And yeah. I was missing I was missing a specific piece right. for it. And I went to Guitar Center. I even looked for it. I mean, god uh-huh. damn it. Anyway, whatever. We, we couldn't stop. Well, we we could yeah. see you. We could see you. We could see you doing this. And we saw all the equipment. First of all, we saw your avatar with the cute little dog. And we thought, what if they were just sitting there frozen? Like oh just just very That's quietly. Crazy. And then we what's my avatar up there? Is it uh yeah. Oh, it's me and Potato. Yeah, it's me. That's my dog, Potato. Potato? Fucking best, man. He's nice. a little Pomeranian. Yep. And he's just, I mean, I'm married, but if I wasn't married mm-hmm. and a single guy, all you single guys without, uh, I guess the kids call it these days, Riz. Right. Get a Pomeranian. It's just uh, awesome icebreaker, social dogs. Uh-huh. Good old dog. Fucking love him. Super cute. Right. I, uh, I have a chocolate lab uh, myself. He's fat and beautiful. He is, uh, well, okay. He's not fat unless you're a veterinarian. And then every veterinarian goes, well, he can lose a few pounds and go, why? Like, he looks like a dog. Like, he looks like, like, I think they want dogs to look like halfway between sort of like what they actually look like and just before they're picked up at the rescue. I think that's, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for somewhere between emaciated and chunky. They have unrealistic um, expectations. Oh, I know. I got a really fat fucking cat. He's right. a pretty big fucking cat. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we got him, he was like 22, 23 pounds. He's sure. fucking wow. big. And when he's mad, like lately I've been I've been trying to eat healthier and do mm-hmm. shit. I've been eating a lot of tuna. Right. And when I crack open this fucking tuna can, here he comes. He's this fucking predator that lives in my house. And now he's like a different guy, like a, like a, like a 
switch flips and he's like in fucking attack mode. Yep. And it's kind of scary. But anyway, um, I've gotten him down to lose some weight. Good. That's been my recent like little animal success. And mm-hmm. now he's he's like long haired. And the worst part about him is he had like terrible fucking diarrhea. Oh no. And, he would, and he's big as fuck, so he can't fit in a kitty litter box. Right. So I went through this. Shit. Yeah. And I and so I so I had to go through like a whole fucking thing of like let me find some some kind of fucking receptacle for you to shit in. Right. Big enough for you. Because for a while he was going outside. Yeah. And that was an awesome setup. Because I, I fucking hate there's no more demeaning task than scooping a litter box. Right. Out. Yeah. There's no like cool way to do it. And I mean, I've I've got some ideas, but mm-hmm. <laughs> dogs are the fucking best though. That whole war, cat between dogs. Uh-huh. I mean, I like cats. Cats are fine. Sure. They're cool, but like I'll tell you this much. If you're getting jumped in the fucking street, yeah. your cat's not gonna help. No, you. exactly. The dog will fucking help. <laughs> your, 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 your dog will bear teeth. You know, we'll get to the end of the leash, bark, growl, do all that stuff, have some nice snarls. Your cat will sit off to the side, raise its hind leg and start licking its asshole. Exactly, yeah. dude. It, it, the cat shows up and is like, fuck you, feed me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's that's that's all businesses. You should be so lucky. Right. But like a dog, dude, dog will help you. He's mm-hmm. like, what are we doing today? Like shit. Are yeah. we do we get wood for fire? Do we got meat? To eat? Mm-hmm. Like, we're a fucking team, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. And like, we don't deserve, that. like, that's the upside, you know? Yeah. Like, I fucking have humans. We don't deserve that. Cause there's, cause a dog will love you in condition. Yeah. You could be, that's the beauty of dogs. You uh-huh. could be the biggest, smelliest, nastiest, runniest piece of shit on earth. But there's a dog out there that will fucking love you. Oh, yeah. Like, no matter what, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. the beauty of fucking, boom. Uh, yeah, it's whatever, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a saying, I can't remember who said it or quoted it, but like, it's like, if you give a dog love, food, and shelter, it will think you're a god. If you give a cat love, food, and shelter, it will think it's a god. <laughs> Shit, yeah, dude, I 100% agree. Yeah. That's, that's fucking great, yeah. dude. So, like, you get in this argument with people sometimes, like, cats are intelligent mm-hmm. and dogs are stupid. I'm like, nope. You know, I'm not saying cats are fucking dumb, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Don't you can't say dogs are fucking no. dumb, dude. Dogs are not. Dumb. No, 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 no. Oh, I mean, dude, I've seen Lassie. You know. Yes. Yes. Dogs have jobs. Uh huh. Cats. I've never seen a cat with a fucking job. Oh my! My dog has an entire vocabulary built around uh, the different types of food. And yeah. yeah, there, there's a lexicon in its head where it has gone to the point where my wife and I will have to, if we're describing what we want for dinner, we have to do it in Italian. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You can speak Italian? Uh, I'm learning she is Italian. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm Polish heritage. I'm first generation American. So mm-hmm. now, I mean, she, I speak very terrible Polish now, but okay. that's how I grew up. So you grew you got good food around you. Oh boy, cool. do I. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the camera, it's not the camera adding 10 pounds. It's fine. Yeah. As long as you, you can be, uh, I feel like the rule is you can be as fat as you want as long as you can grow a good beard. There we go. Guess what this is? <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. You know, you can, you yeah. got it. Hide my chins. Hide my chins. <laughs> it depends on the angle, too. You know, uh, you got I've just been, the older I get, the, the, the more I've realized everything's fucking fake. The, you're, you're absolutely right about, about body type because there are certain careers built for it. And there's a wonderful story. Do you know Brian Dennehy, the actor? Sadly, yeah. no longer with us. There is a story going around of like these, these guys who were 
on set with him. They're all kind of in this project. And there's like Brian Dennehy and like no one wants to go near him because like he's Brian Dennehy. Like, you know, they don't know how to engage him in conversation or anything like that. And so uh, they're, they're just like, oh, when, when do we talk to him? When do we talk to him? It's like, okay. And they see him go towards craft services. So, and so he's like, oh, maybe this is now, you know, we can get some food together. He's like, hey, is that any good? And that's how we get our in to talk to Brian Dennehy. And so they go in, they're, they're saddled up beside him and he's just loading up his plate and the guys haven't said a word and he just turns to them and goes, character actors, am I right? We can eat fucking anything. And then he just continues to load up his plate. The trick is, is like, like on that same kind of school of thought, like if you're ever trying to get a date or anything, yeah. just tell like you got a body like Christian Bale. Yes. Didn't say when, didn't say which, which movie. Exactly, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's perfect. I saw that on the internet somewhere. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You get skinny. That yeah. fucking matter, dude. Live, live your whole, yeah. live the whole structure, man. And then you know, you know, the the date that that I go on, she goes back to her apartment, slams the door, leans up against it, and goes, "Vice." It was Christian Bale and fucking Vice. <laughs> What's y'all's favorite food? Well, Darcy, you go first. Anything chicken. Yeah, I eat a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have noticed recently that my go to, my weird go to, used to be like, oh, I love a club sandwich or I like wings or stuff. But like, if you give me a pizza, I'm happy. So it's it's pizza, right? What's you? What's you, Mark? I like steak. Category oh, yeah. steak. Well, really from Dallas, huh? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That's what I feel like. Like I'm like, okay, you can't go wrong with a good fuck off, good steak if you know how to cook it. Right. Correct. You, Thank you. Subscribe to the fucking way, you know. Yes. And I understand. Yeah, if you want to eat it well done, it's mm-hmm. fine. But get fucked. That's not. That's not way. Medium right. rare is the best way to fucking eat it. Right. Even yeah. even if people, I've seen some people eat it way too fucking rare. Mm-hmm. I've made a couple steaks sometimes, and mm-hmm. I admit I've made them too rare. And I'm right. like, this is good. It's still good, but it's kind of fucked. Right. I will. Like, my my wife likes it medium rare, and I will eat it that way. But if I go out, you know, or I'm or I'm making my own steak myself, I will make it rare, just because you know I, I enjoy the flavor of it. But like I agree with you, medium rare. Like as soon as I go into a steakhouse, I want the chef to do it the way they think they should do it. And so the, the, this is where I pull this one out, and it always impresses people at the table that never hear me come out with this bullshit. You know, the the server will go, "How do you like your steak? How would you like that, sir?" And I just hand them the menu, and I go, "As chef recommends." And then oh, that's it. That's awesome. when you go to a place and, and it's like no substitutions. Yeah, I'm, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking yep. about, and I'm into it. As chef that's recommends, like, yeah. yeah. I'm allergic with tough shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you're going to be eating something out of your bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I used to, well, like, when I was a kid. I say kid. I mean, young man. I'm getting old. Fuck. Anyway, I'm 35. I'm oh, fuck off. Yeah. 35. When I say kid, I was like 20. Mm-hmm. I was working at the fucking, uh, at this Potbelly sandwich shops. Right. Good little pot sandwich working place in, in mm-hmm. the Galleria. And... Dude, there used to be this fucking lady that used to come in with her kid. Right. Go to that fucking, because we used to be right by an ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. And basically, the kid was fucking allergic to everything. And if you fucking fuck something up, the kid's going to die. And it's like, oh, you know, can you wash your hands in this kind of hot water? How hot does the water get at the fucking spot? And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, little Timmy can't fucking have like anything. Like, what, what, like, like, like what's the ingredients of your bread? Like, I, I actually Googled yeah. it. So like, when you make me this, 
And it's like, hold on. You went through the fucking time to like <laughs> all of the fucking ingredients of every single fucking ingredient that was so sub menus uh-huh. of ingredients to see what your fucking kid could have, but you didn't like, and it's like dangerous, mm-hmm. but you could fucking make him a sandwich to go. Like, <laughs> take Timmy home, put him back in his bubble. Exactly. Exactly. I understand that shit, but now you've taken the fucking burden mm-hmm. of having this delicate child and have right. passed it on to me now. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> for eight twenty-five an hour, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Consult Thank your you. doctor to see if eating out is for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark, I uh, if if we if I get a message from your publicist. To go and, and and they go, so really, you had them on, and all you talked about was cats and food. That's it, right? <laughs> what do you want to we, we gotta we gotta get to know you. When did you? So, did, have you lived in Texas all your life? All my life, man. I was born here. Okay, Hell yeah. yeah. So, uh, what? So when? So when was the the move to music? What were like? How did you? How this all start for you? Man, I mean, I, 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 I've been doing music since I was a little child. My, we, we got started. I got started back then. Mm-hmm. You got started. They just fucking gave you like, you know, shakers and shit. Right. And we were pretty good at, you know, they had the, the fucking sandpaper shaker and mm-hmm. the triangle. Yep. Yep. And then we got that. And they're like, oh, this little fucker's got some rhythm. You know what I mean? So <laughs> from there, they had a strings program. So I got put in. I was, I was playing cello. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Cello as a kid, you know, and learn. Right. I mean, don't say, well, I wasn't playing like fucking Mozart's. No, no, right? but still, it's a fucking cello. <laughs> I mean, the fucking Pledge of Allegiance, you know right. what I mean? It was it's the third, down. it's the third biggest string instrument. It's pretty big, right? It's pretty cool. I mean, cello is one of the cello is like the only instrument you could play naked and get away with. Yeah, it. absolutely. That's true. That's totally true. <laughs> how many have a shitty and, body and like just and how, rockets. how many times did you do it? None. No, I, mean, okay. I was. I don't have. I have a cello now, but it's fucked up. I can't string it up. But you know. And then from there, my dad got tired of me having this big ass fucking instrument. Right. So he's like downgrading to a chit to a violin. Right. Played that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then was I was like in fucking uh, middle school. Right. Started getting into rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah, the Deftones and nice. Fuck everybody and fuck everything. I'm gonna play the drums now. Right. And so then I that actually was pretty good at that. And that's what I did for a fucking long time. Okay. I did that shit for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, you know, making money doing it around town, like playing in fucking cover bands around right. town. And you know, that got really old, man. Like like I wasn't in a band where I could do like creative stuff or like mm-hmm. make art. I know like I don't like saying art because I, I my brother's an artist. Like he draws all that artwork you see. He okay. draws all that. Shit. Guess what? That's that's so does my brother. But he's also a musician, and that's why we hate him. <laughs> yeah, but he's so fucking good at that shit. You know what I mean? And like, I just, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't get in any bands. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't. I felt like I wasn't musically going anywhere with my like soul, I guess, or whatever. Right. So then I was like. Playing percussion in, a, in, a, in some buddy's band. They're called mm-hmm. Dezora. They're a really fucking good band. Okay. And they brought me out as a percussionist because mm-hmm. they were doing this tour. And I kept seeing all these like solo acts, like people doing it by themselves. Right. And I was like, of course, fucking Andrew WK. Right. Like, of course. 
It's been funny. in front of me the whole fucking time. I was just thinking of him the other day. I was like, I, we haven't heard from Andrew WK in a while. And then I was like, and why is that? And then why did we hear about him in the first place? Like, it was it was kind of like that. And it's like, when you listen to him, you go, oh, my God. Of course, the guy's great. Right. Fucking bad. I go down that rabbit hole. There's like so many conspiracy theories about that fucking guy. What? At one point. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking nuts. At one point, they, like his label was trying to like convince people that he wasn't even fucking real. Okay. So he had to go with people that he was fucking real. And it was like, what the fuck? It's like, man, it was like several layers of mindfuckery right. going on. They've they've but, uplooded his consciousness and now he's chat AWK. I mean, it's not like you can't replicate some like buffy long haired guy that mm-hmm. can like shred on every I mean, you probably can't. I don't know. But right. go down that shit. It's it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. But um I was like, you know what? When we get back to Dallas I'm going to start working on fucking music because I had bought a bass and it says, you know, I had like cello roots and mm-hmm. all through my tenure as a drummer playing in studios. I've always been able to fake it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to learn how to do it. Finally. I don't give okay. a fuck. All right. I started subscribing to the whole mantra of like, you know, I'm today's years old. Wait, what was it? What's that movie? It was Step Brothers. They had the yeah. night vision goggles and yes. he's like, oh man, I wish we had these when we were kids. It's like, fuck it, man. We got it when we're 40. <laughs> <laughs> Like I love that, you know? So I'm like, cool. Started playing bass, started playing bass. Shit was like, oh, this is fucking dope, you know, doing this stuff. Um, boom, fucking pandemic hits. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, what the fuck? What's happening? You know, like mm-hmm. I remember getting ready to go to the stars game. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I remember watching it on the fucking news, you know, and seeing mm-hmm. all the shit going down. It's like, oh fuck, dude, it's going down. Just like better not fucking share any joints with anybody. <laughs> You know, like at that point, I didn't really know like how serious it was getting, you know? Right. And then I fucking see the, I got a text message from the fucking NHL. Basically, not a text message, but my NHL apps. Like, right. games canceled. Get right. fucked. Right. Like, we're being refunded. I was like, oh, shit's going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's, how yeah. We, that's how we found out up here. Like, we were, uh, I, was, I was at, uh, I, I've talked about this on the previous incarnation of this podcast comedy with the pub but the way we found out we i was in living in toronto at the time and we were oh the bunch me and a bunch of my friends were all doing this open mic it's one of the best in the city it was like their anniversary show and everyone was making jokes about this thing going on in china and oh we better it's gonna be like outbreak you know where we got to find the monkey and blah 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 and literally everyone's phone lit up with a notification that the nba was canceled and that's when everyone in the room went oh shit yeah, that's what it was like here man yeah and like and then after that like so that so that was going down and you know what? I keep trying to. I was just fucking talking about this the other day, and, mm-hmm. and my timeline is fucked up. And I wonder if everybody else's timeline is fucked up because I can't keep up with it. Because no, 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 no. It's 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 a thing. Like because um, previous guest Derek Forge once explained it to me is that your brain is used to benchmarks. Like, oh, I get to Christmas, and then this happens, and then it's it's able to calibrate sort of distance of time from from these things, and we don't even notice it, but it does that. So when things like Christmas and birthdays are taken away, and and holidays and, and interactions that way, your mind just turns to goo. And it doesn't that, know how to handle it. A lot of fucking sense. Yeah. And I'm glad that now I know that. Yeah. Everything like, feels like eight minutes ago and eight years at the same time. I know, dude. Right? Holy shit. It's so fucked up. Yeah. And it's like, damn, man, we're like, cause I can't remember. I can't remember when the game got fucking canceled. Mm-hmm. And then there was another bench fart for me during the pandemic when I was like, holy fuck, holy fuck was when Trump got on TV. Right. And was, I'm closing the fucking borders. Like, 
right fucking now. And the thing was, is that me and my homie and so my wife and my homie's wife went over to Europe. Oh no. That's what I said. I was like, guys, do y'all want to go over there for a fucking, you know, <coughs> pandemic vacation? You're right. It gets just as an aside, they're getting ready to go again in right. May. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, have the worst fucking timing with your chips. <laughs> but like, so I'm like, holy fuck. I remember that day because we're playing Catan and mm-hmm. my buddy, there's going to be a public, there's going to be a presidential address. You know, so we got to watch it. And I'm like, man, I'm not into, you know, that and fuck Trump and mm-hmm. whatever, fuck politics. And he's yeah. like, no, but it's hilarious because have you seen him fucking talk yet? Yeah. I don't follow politics. Right. I do. I do. But I don't fucking, right. I don't know what to do. I fucking, right. Whatever. But the thing is, I tuned in and he's like, we're closing the fucking borders. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and they're like in, where were they in Brussels or something? Bro, she's like shit canned and i'm like brit y'all need to fucking um get fucking flights back to dallas right now yeah and she just starts laughing and she's like oh we're stuck in europe yeah thank god was there and was super sober so Mm -hmm. they were (laughs) smuggled out but and that was fucking nuts so anyway that was going down so we're here now in the pandemic like fucking everything's Mm -hmm. closed i had like written a couple of these songs and at this point in the pandemic, I was like convinced they weren't. I mean, some of them are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them we re-recorded to put on the album now. Right, it's probably one of the best songs. It's it's called That Ass. I changed that song's name to Derriere. Okay, it's class. Ah, uh, there it is, track nine. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's a it's a it's. I think mis- I think I misspelled it. Fuck, man, spelling is so hard. Shit. But speaking of that. <laughs> I want to get on a, down another. God damn it! I hope you edit this later because I'm all over. This Absolutely place. not. <laughs> like maybe you could double back, or I'll come back and be on your podcast. But I want to talk about the Mandela effect. If you ever, yes. Me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think it happened to me like during the recording of this fucking album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? What the fuck happened? Anyway, um, so I recorded these little out these little songs because mm-hmm. I was convinced that like. We were in a big, we we're going to have a big fucking change. And I don't know, you could argue that there was a big change, but right. I was like, something's going to be fucked up. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not ever going to be able to play these for a long time. So I'm going to release them. And there were just a couple songs that I, you know, it was my first foyer. And I guess like mm-hmm. writing and recording music that I played everything by myself. Right. And I had some buddies play like guitar and shit on there. And I don't know, it was cool. It was fun. And that's what went down. Yeah. And the pandemic continued to rage on. I'm, music, fucking what? I'm lo- I'm looking forward to to this album coming out because you, you first of all you derriere which is French, right? And then you have tres leches which is one of my favorite cakes, right? Yeah, um, best cake. There's no reason to even eat another fucking cake. I know, I know. The, I'm uh, I've never had cake. I guess. Right? Like, I guess that's why you call it high dessert. Is that right? High dessert. <laughs> um, Don't fuck with me. <laughs> There's a, okay, I'll tell you what it is, man. I'll tell it to you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody will say it. There's a song on there called Wicked Wagyu. Yes. And and um, so we were like cooking up Wagyu and shit over there. Right. Me and Tim's relationship kind of spawned. I guess for him, I mean, and I'm sure you can look it up because he was probably, he was talking about it the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, he's at home. Usually he's fucking touring the world, playing in huge fucking rock bands, doing cool shit. Right, right, right. You know, now he's at home fucking grilling, 
you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, he's posting it on the thing and I'm like, yo, you're going to fucking mi- miss that honky. You yeah. know, you're going to fucking season that meat. You're going to spray something on it. And he's like answering back. And I'm like, oh, that's so the first thing was like, oh, that's cool. It takes uh-huh. the time to like say like yes or no. Right. But anyway, we like bonded over barbecue. Beautiful. And, and shit, you know, and I was doing this shit before the lockdown. We we got a bunch of synthesizers at the house. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should learn to use them. And one of the ways <laughs> that I was using, yeah, you know, like I said, like, I should get into this. Right. And so I started fucking around with that, which which was really another another good thing. I mean, there's some good things that came out of the pandemic. Yeah. It was like a lot of fucking musicians stopped to take the time, mm-hmm. I guess, to touch base with their fans, you know, because another right. person that I was kind of had like a pandemic pill to- p- uh, pandemic pin pal. Right. Lisa Donna. Mm-hmm. She's like this fucking uh synth wizard okay really cool she's kind of how i learned like how to use this big i got this big fuck off synth it's called the moog one yep it's like three cents in one mm-hmm. I mean, man I w- i'm not gonna slap it because it's expensive but you could fit <laughs> so much fucking synth in this bad boy bro mm-hmm. like holy fuck anyway i was doing these little improv things and tim kept commenting like oh this is dope this is cool and i was like damn mm-hmm. and he was kind of me up you know kind of was like oh he's gassing me up so started making more music started playing more bass it was like an all day thing then right like, fuck it i'm gonna give i'm gonna get lessons from the dude because mm-hmm. he's offering them so i should take him when he you know cool so we call call up Inst- another fucking case where the shit i was having a panic attack before this i was like this is gonna be the same thing that happened with tim's so i got tim on the fucking zoom thing and the thing didn't fucking work uh-huh and it was bullshit because uh-huh. like, <laughs> like you'll be able to hear all my shit you're supposed to right. i'm gonna call i'm gonna have my wife fashion an email to zoom right it's probably just me i fucking did something wrong. <laughs> well it doesn't matter you're here I'm now like, whatever but anyway so I get, I hit him. I get, you know, we get, we link up on Zoom to do this like bass lesson, but it was just like jokes, man. We're just like telling jokes. The dude's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. We're like riffing, talking about shit, kind of telling him my story about how I've kind of transitioned from drums to bass. Right. Kind of also, like, I think like the number one thing, the catalyst that was like, I'll still play drums. So if there's anybody out there who's like really into like jokes and having a good time, mm-hmm. they need a drummer. I'm yep. there. But yeah. like. I'm only there if it's going to be a good hang. <laughs> I know I'm a no, but like, I'm a nobody, you know, that's cool. But like, don't even come at me with money because it's like, it will come at me with money. Cause I'll take right. it. But right. Um, I have to, I have to tell you. So the, the two teasing tracks you've got out there for the, for the release June 10th, uh, home and high desert, uh, or as I like to say, high dessert, um, both fantastic. Both really, really oh, great. I can't, I, I cannot wait to tear into this. Uh, in fact, I'm going to wait till the next band camp Friday so that you get all the money. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. So people, so people can know every Friday, the first Friday of the month is band camp Friday. So when you purchase music or uh, comedy, in my case, from the artist, they get the funds directly and band camp doesn't take their cut. So you get the you get to support the artist for the most bang for their buck. So I am going to uh, I'm going to order that, and we will have links in the show notes to High Desert. Damn, fuck for you, yeah. for you, man. man. That's so awesome. And I'm so and like I'm trying to still navigate that. You know, I'm really I'm like uh, technologically illiterate for somebody with a bunch of blinky lights behind me. <laughs> <laughs> 
as you can see, like the email, like I guess my right. publicist well, is well, shit. He's well, well, we can't. I'm we, an 80. We can't Tommy. see because your camera's not on. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm excited about it. This is the first time I've ever gotten this far with yeah. a musical project. So it's already been a fucking humongous success for me. I've already eaten multiple cake, mm-hmm. you know, celebrations because at first it was like, oh, let's just go over there and mm-hmm. hang out. Because that was the whole point it was like, I was going to go hang out with Tim mm-hmm. at the ranch. We're going to maybe record some cool shit. Definitely going to eat some steaks. You know, he's going to smoke some fucking stogies. Right. Ride his bike. He's into riding his fucking bike out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice out there, too. Yeah. This place, look it up. Sonic Ranch. Mm-hmm. Fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful out there, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you're it's just like pecan trees you know what i mean all all of the details out there including your your stage name bert hustle uh is on your Bandcamp page and i will throw the links into there because it's got links to your actual website where they can pre-order this album um all the mentions about the uh the secluded sonic ranch studios all this tim in there yeah people are good out there they got a bunch of fucking cats they all fucking roam around of course it was great got a great vibe Mm mm-hmm woke up at night dude it's like a light show going on Mm -hmm. and uh i mean we did three songs one one uh, one song a day three days we did it i was like hey this shit's actually really good Mm -hmm. let's come back and do more because i got i got three more because like we would have like little demos i had like little demo things right that i i didn't record them i just had them i was like fuck it i'll just play it to them when i get there right (laughs) there and it was like, well, how the fuck are we going to record it? Because I did, I kind of did everything on this looper. It's a boomerang looper, by the way, mm-hmm. to, which is a fucking bomb ass looper. If, if you're listening to this by any chance and you're in the in the fucking um, market for a looper, look mm-hmm. no further. There's okay. a boomerang looper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you don't, I don't, you know, I don't need an endorsement. I endorse them. Okay. They don't don't do <laughs> shit unless it's like really comfortable underwear. Right. Or, <laughs> Um, but like, so we had a fucking kind of hit. A, I'm sorry, I cuss a lot. No, we had no, a, it's, Darcy's gonna bleep all these out. It's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> Instead of a bleep, do like a bait slap. <laughs> this is a long fucking slaps, anyway. But uh, we were like, How the fuck are we gonna do this? Um, you know, we don't know, you know, what we're we gonna do. And then Felipe's like, Hey man, let's do it like this. And it's like, Okay, instead of laying it down like I would on a looper, mm-hmm. I'm like. Going up and down, we're just gonna lay it all down in the fucking DAW right. in the computer. So then we started like, here comes my cooking analogy because I like to cook. I'm pretty good at fucking cooking mm-hmm. food. That's what I do at the house. I cook mm-hmm. food. That's my job uh, in our household. I'm the chef. My, you know, I cook for. I'll cook for y'all too. Shit, I'll come up to Canada. Done. See, I got that. Y'all got in. that legal. In or when we yeah. come to Dallas, we're gonna come to Dallas. Yeah, come to yeah. Dallas. Here come to Dallas come, again. Dude. Is Ottawa in the playoffs? Oh fuck no. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shit, nah. oh, man. That's the worst, right? But y'all got Ryan Reynolds now. That's good. Yeah, maybe. We're still waiting. Still waiting for some, so, you know, the proposal's got to get in. There's got to be some signed papers, but we'll see. We'll see. But it's going down. It's going down. Yeah. Fuck, I lost my train of thought because now I just started thinking. Cooking. About you cook. Cooking. Yeah. So, so we're in the studio and it's like, fucking A. It was almost just like cooking, right? Because you've got all this cool fucking shit pedals and mm-hmm. Tim, I'm counting him as one of the instruments because that guy's right. like a fucking you put him in any situation bro mm-hmm. you know, he's gonna thrive he's nice. like a he's like a musical fucking navy seal or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious man he's comes in and he's got this vibe dude he's got like all this like 
fucking sacks of shit. Now he's got a humongous fucking trunk. And you got to be like a man, like man shit. I don't mean that like that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't come at me. You know what I mean? But you got to have some fucking strength right. to live in that fucking case. And it's got all this cool shit, man. Yeah. He's got like this drum machine that the dudes from Empire of the Sun made him. Mm-hmm. And it's like circuit bit and it does all this fucking wild shit. He's got this thing called the synth cushion, which one of the songs that we have coming out April 19th, mm-hmm. the day before 420. Right. So right on time. Mm-hmm. But if you're a guy like me, it's always the time. It's like a synth cushion. He has all this cool fucking shit. And man, we just got there, laid down some of the first like basic recipes, you know, like like making a sauce, mm-hmm. you know? And we just started doing it. And that's how we, and now we have like this formula and mm-hmm. and it was fucking awesome. So uh, it was an EP at first, six songs. And right. then my wife's like driving. She's like, we're driving one day. Cause I wanted to make a vinyl. That was the whole point of this was like, man, I want a vinyl. Like when I'm an old man, hopefully yeah. I make it to be an old man. I'm like, Oh, I'm at least I fucking put my music on a vinyl and I can die happy. <laughs> Yeah, some fucking kid somewhere in the future sees the fucking thing and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hi desert, hi hi desert." Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, so we went back and now we have a full album and it's fucking dope, dude. I'm actually awesome. like really, really happy with it, bro. It's like I know what it feels like to be like a dad who's mm-hmm. got like a kid in the show, you right. know? Yeah, he's just like fucking scoring every day. Mm-hmm. It's like. Probably how like Connor Bernard's son or dad feels. Or... <laughs> and that's my boy. That's awesome. It's uh, I gotta say, the two leading tracks off of them that, that that you have right now out for the teaser for Home and High Desert are just phenomenal. So I cannot wait to get the other seven tracks into my ear holes on June tenth. No, it's June sixteenth. Fuck. Is I it June sixteenth? I have to change the fucking date. Sorry. Oh fuck that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm angry now. Forget it. Fuck it. That's <laughs> you it. know, because because Bandcamp wouldn't let me fucking uh, do the pre order. See, I, I see because I'm I need to like get somebody in on my own. right. Because there's too many fucking menus, and then they're hitting you with captions. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm only it's... getting older. It's harder to see this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> man. Which do y'all guys wear? Gla- I see both you guys are fellow uh, glasses wearers. Yeah. So I've been yeah. starting this whole like collation mm-hmm. where I have going to be us against the free seers. Yeah, because there are fuckers out there mm-hmm. who just wake up in the morning yeah. and they see. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, they don't have to put in fucking contacts. Nope. they don't have to find their fucking glasses, mm-hmm. and they don't have to pay nothing. Right. Fuck so, those people. Well, that was me <laughs> until I was forty-five. Right. Uh-uh. You made it that long? Yeah. I was twenty twenty until forty five and everything mm-hmm. everything. Eyes whole body just yeah, yeah. just went off cliff. Glasses at glasses at grade eleven and then the cheaters came in around forty four or forty five, something like that. Fucking uh uh fourth grade, man. Boo. Fuck. Boo. Sucks. I mean, it's fine. I love glass. I love wearing glasses because you got like a like a fashion accessory. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is when people don't wear glasses that they wear glasses, but there's no fucking lenses. In <laughs> right, right, right. And it's like, how fucking like lazy of you! If you're gonna go to mm-hmm. get fucking fake glasses, you might as well get fake lenses too. Because exactly. you know, do the whole go the whole way. Don't mm-hmm. don't fucking right. half ass the whole ass the whole thing. Right. Get the whole ass on it. And the, be- the beautiful part is if they don't have lenses in there, um, there's less of a chance of the plastic or glass in there shattering when I punch them in the face. 
<laughs> bro, you can't you should don't you can't punch anybody these days, bro. You gotta fucking you don't know who dude. Ooh, it's crazy, bro, man. Right. It's fucking crazy. Driving around Dallas, come to Dallas and drive around. Drive around for right. the day. Yes. Oh no, no, no. We did for a bit. We did for a bit. And it's uh what the the my favorite billboard, and you can vouch for me uh on this one, is uh the one for the for the lawyer down there with the last name Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Wrecking the wrecking the night, coffee in the morning. Exactly. Yep. Hell yeah. And GY at night, coffee in the morning. And the fucking but what is it? The, I don't know what waterfall is now. If it's the Bud Light one or if it's a Miller Light. Right, that right, right. I've seen that thing's etched in my fucking oh, memory. Yeah. yeah, it's the best. Yeah, but now nah, man, like I'm excited about I'm excited about the album coming out. Nice. I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm right now. I'm working on a fucking music video for. Um, the music videos. Have you guys seen the movie Communion with fucking Kevin Costner? E- oh, I think a while ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Go fucking see that movie, man. Okay. okay just as an aside, my dad. I keep. I tell people my dad was a conspiracy theorist. Okay. But like when I say that now, people are like, "Oh, you mean he's not into fucking vaccinations?" And and I was like, "I'm like, no. I mean, like he thought that giants built the world mm-hmm. and aliens were fucking real. Like that's the kind of shit that like." I grew up getting fucking scared of. So I was always afraid of aliens, specifically the greys, you know? Right. Just fucking looking as a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'd always see these fucking movies like Communion, right. Iron Guy. Yes. It's a fucking terrifying movie. But uh, so the music video is basically kind of a, a like a satirical riff, I guess, uh-huh. on the movie Communion. But instead of the dude getting abducted, it's me abducting the alien. Beautiful. So I'm like abducting him and we're uh-huh. going. And we get in my ready fast car. It's like I got a car. It's kind of quick. Mm-hmm. It's good. So I can get to places that I can get like food and shelter fast. Nice. Know? And we're just whipping around and, and it's going to be a good time. It's fucking hilarious. And then there's like a little cooking tutorial that we're coming out with because there's some cooking going on in there because the song's called Wicked Wagyu. Right. Obviously. Oh, that's that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. And it's looking pretty good because I got the homies in the, that band that I mentioned, the Zora. Mm-hmm. They've, there's two dudes in that band, and they've gotten into, like, videography and okay. shit. They got into that during the pandemic, and now they're, like, fucking really, really good at that shit. So, nice. so I'm excited, man. It's going to be fucking good. And then let's see. What else? That's it, man. I guess we keep rolling until June 16th. Awesome. I cannot wait to get this. Bert, if that's your real name. It's not. It's Mark. Um, This is the time where you get to tell us your joke. Uh, It can be dirty. It can be clean. Just no isms, no obias. That's all we say on this show. So, uh, Mark, hit us up. All right. Here's this joke. This this is a good joke. This is a joke. Anybody, this is is a great joke. Tell Tell us at your next corporate meeting. Okay. Or next time you ask your boss for a raise, come in with this joke. Got it. All right. So this is a joke. It's Bear gets a call from his buddy Giraffe, right? He's like, Giraffe is fucking sad, man. He's like, girlfriend left me for Rhino. He's buff as fuck, you know, and my fucking and my job sucks, you know. And on top of it, all this shit, my neck fucking hurts. And I was like, oh, shit. So Bear's like, hey, let's go. You want to drink about it? You want to go with me? And we're going to go drink about it. So Bear and Giraffe, they go down to the fucking pub. And they're boozing. They're boozing fucking hard. They're having a good time. You know, he's kind of forgetting about all of his fucking problems and shit. And they're getting sloppy drunk. And, you know, 
just fucked up. You know, they're getting real fucked up. And and finally the giraffe fucking passes out, dude. And Bear's like, hey man, get up, dude. You can't, you can't fucking uh can't embarrass me like this, man. And he's like, come on, man, wake up. And fucking giraffe's not waking up. So Bear's like, all right, fuck that. I guess I'll leave. So Bear gets all of his shit. He pays his fucking tab. Not only does he pay his tab, but he pays giraffe's fucking tab because he's a guy like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Gets up, he's fucking leaving. The bartender's like, hey, can't leave that lying around. And he says, and the bear turns to the fucking bartender and he says, it's not a lion. It's a giraffe. <laughs> Gorgeous. Mark, thank you so much. It's Bird Hustle. Hey, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast, too. Oh, Shit. awesome. Thank Jeez. Hey. Beautiful. Congratulations. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Bird Hustle. You can find them on Bandcamp. There's links in the show notes. High Desert comes out June 16th. Make sure you go get it. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. And thank you to Bert Hustle for coming on and telling his joke. Uh, quite impromptu, and I thought it was great. You can follow them once again on Instagram at Bert Hustle, that's B-U-R-T-H-U-S-S-E-L, and website of the same name. Make sure you check out their album High Desert. It's an LP. It came out June 16th. It's available wherever you find music. You can find 23 seasons of our previous podcast, Comedy About the Pub, that feature many guests that you hear today. Not Bert. He hadn't come on at that point, but we're happy to have him today. You can find them all at ComedyAboveThePub.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. The show is produced by Darcy Finder. Our music is done by Larry Bryant. Artwork is done by Wojtek Arachewski. Hey, uh, if you have a joke that you'd like us to tell on the air, you can send it to us. Uh, It can be dirty, it can be clean, just not racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, or xenophobic. Or as we say, no isms, no obias. Send your joke to jokes at oshopod.com. That's jokes at oshopod.com. That stands for okay, so here's one pod. You can send your questions and comments about the show to show at oshopod.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and TikTok at oshopod. You can follow me personally on the same platforms at heyitstva. For my upcoming performances, you can go to heyitstva.com slash calendar. By joining our Patreon for $3 a month, you get the full, raw, unedited video feed that we do for the interviews, plus bonus perks as well as jokes uh, that uh, we do specifically just for our Patreon members. And you can do all this at patreon.com slash oshopod. I'm Todd Van Allen. On behalf of myself, Bert Hustle, and the no longer erstwhile Darcy, thank you for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Jimmy Bobby Monty, you are always the podcast. <laughs>